Another episode of the College of Street Podcast. I'm Josue Pavone alongside Joel Pavone, Sean Dutra, What's back up? in the Causeway studio. Got a special guest joining us minutes away from talking to Christian Arcan, WEI's Christian Arcan, who, um, man, we haven't had him on in a while. I'm excited for this. We haven't had him on since he was on the Sports Hub, dude. Well, that just happened. <laughs> but we'll talk to him about it. We'll talk to him about it for we, sure. We definitely will. We'll definitely talk about this damn Celtics team. Who stacking up losses right now? Look, I get it. Still got the best record in the NBA, not by a lot, by the way. If you guys haven't been paying attention to what's going on, what's going on out west, and the and the real MVP candidate, and I'm not talking about Jason Tatum. Oh, right. it's, it's a one man race, and it's not even. Close. It ain't because he's it's won three. He's close. won two in a row already, and I ain't gonna give him a three P. Tatum's been sussing. If if you look at this late game execution Check yourself. Before you rack <laughs> his late game execution has been sus. And at this point, at this stage of his career, I'm surprised. And it all started against the Golden State Warriors. All right. Everyone wants to talk about what Jalen Brown did. Everyone wants to give Jalen his flowers, who he didn't have a great game, by the way. But of course, he hit the shot when it when it mattered most, unlike uh, a couple days ago. However, if Jalen doesn't hit that shot, the one that sent things into overtime, the one that led to the Celtics beating the Warriors last Saturday, the talk about this Celtics team would be why would why did Jason Tatum pass up a, a, a potential you know shot to send the team into overtime against Steph Curry? You guys remember this play? He had a one on one against Steph, passes it off, and it was a turnover. Fast forward a couple of games after that, and he's making the same sort of mistake in Miami against the Heat. You can't live with those type of mistakes, especially when you're shorthanded. And I get it. The Celtics, they were going to have a hard time winning that to begin with. But those type of mistakes, those type of blunders at the end of the game, coming from your all-star and Jason Tatum, I don't know, man. Like, I, I'm not saying this is going to be like a habit, but it's not. I feel like, okay, put it this way. I feel like people aren't talking about it enough, one. And that, that's not what bothers me. I think what bothers me is that, like, I'm just surprised that Tatum would still make these type of mistakes. Yeah, it really sucks when you got the, you know, a, a dude averaging over 30 points a game that puts you on a nine-game winning streak, including a win over the Warriors, including a game that he had 34 points and he won that game? 19 rebounds. He won the game against the Warriors? I don't. I mean, he didn't hurt you against the Warriors. I I mean, he did in that fourth quarter that that play I'm talking about. Why would you not want to shoot over Steph Curry? I mean, okay. listen, between that and again, the late game execution against a, a team like the Knicks or or even not the Knicks, the, the Heat rather, like that's a team that's gunning for you. That's a team when, that, that, that hasn't forgotten about what happened when Tom Brady when year. Tom Brady won six games in a row in the regular season. Let's just say, or went on a five and one streak in the regular season. Did everyone harp on the one interception he had against the Baltimore Ravens? No. Just enjoy what Tatum is doing. He's having a great season. He's in the MVP conversation. The Celtics have won nine out of 12. I'm not worried about it. Like, every, everyone needs to chill out with the, with the hate. And, 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 and you know what even pissed me off even more? I know we're probably going to get into this in case you missed it. But the fact that nobody, and, I, and I'm talking about the Celtics Twitter because that's where I live. 
right? I don't know why you keep doing it to yourself, but no, go ahead. But nobody praised Tatum for making the starter. Everyone was like, well, why didn't Jalen make the starter? No one can just be happy in this goddamn town. It sort of pissed me off, man. I don't know. That's why I'm just getting at. No, man, the, the thing that people should should be focused on is the fact that three teams, including Orlando, right, have had, like, their, quote, better wins of the season, and oh. it was against the Celtics. You know what I mean? Like, they, like everyone is giving you your, your, your best. Doesn't matter what the record is. Doesn't matter if they're going through bumps in the road. Like, every team is going to come in, and it's gonna, they're going to they're gonna play their best against you. So when you're shorthanded, players like Tatum need to step up, but in certain areas of the of, of, of a game, you know, late game execution, it's always, I don't know, question marks sometimes with this guy. Sometimes, but there are other times where he wins you the game. And Does Joe Mazzula help those uh, situations? I, I was going to say the Joe Mazzula mm. factor of just being like, just run it as wild as you can. Yeah. That could be something. but Yeah, it could lead to mistakes. Yeah. Yeah, it can. But anyways, we'll dive into that later into the episode. But let's, let's, let's bring in our guest. From WEEI's Christian Arcan, who I, I want to say what, Christian? It's been three years since we, we had you on. It's been a while, man. How's everything? How you, how, how's, Has it been three years? Oh, geez. Time I always flies, remember, I guess. I think one of the last ones we did was when DeMarcus Cousins got signed by the Warriors. I, I, I always wow. remember that one. I don't think that was your wow. last time, but I want to say it was around that season or or the fall or the the, uh, the off season after that trade. I feel like we had him on for uh, like a preseason episode not too long ago. Not last, maybe like last year. Like the year yeah. after the bubble? Yeah, bubble? yeah, yeah Something yeah, like yeah. that. Well, either way. Yeah, and then you said, I don't ever want that guy on the show again. <laughs> you got desperate and you had to call somebody, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we, no, went through, no. we went through the Rolodex hardcore today, man. <laughs> no, man. Christian, you blew, you blew up. You know, I figured you, this is a little small time for you, you know? And no, come on. on your show, you know. Yeah, I, uh, yeah they go. I thought I thought Christian would hit me with the old like, "Oh, you could come on my show," but I'm not. I'm not going to do Causeway anymore, Josue. And congrats sure. on the WEI gig, man. I'd love love to see that. Love to see. Thank that. you very much. Uh, we're excited. The new show starts on Monday. Jones came over too. Yeah, uh, that's right. So could, you couldn't live tag- without me, I guess. Are you guys tag teaming <laughs> back up? Or yeah, it's Jones. Well, Jones, Jones, and Mego with Arkin, right? Yeah, that's the way it's uh, that's the way it's going to be. Uh, I think at first, anyway, we'll see what uh, what happens down the road. But um, it's uh, pretty cool. It's it's not often stuff like that happens in radio where you get to work with people again. And you know, Jones and I had a great show together, so I'm uh, I'm really excited. Yeah, that's a power squad, man. Good for you guys. Love to hear that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What was that like? Did you did you find out like did, did Adam hit you up? Did you find out beforehand? How did that How did that go? Well, there were a lot of rumors swirling around, but uh, I didn't. I didn't know anything for sure. Uh, no one told me anything, and they were all very, you know, tight-lipped about it. And I was definitely snooping around for information, but no one would so, give me. So Adam, was, Adam so. was just ignoring your text messages and everything. Well, he he would he wouldn't say anything. You know, I'd be like, "So what's going on?" He'd be like, "With what?" <laughs> say, all right, fine. It's like you know, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. So. You know when someone's not going to talk to you, you know what I mean? So, yeah, and I yeah. know him, so I just figured, you know, it's probably a reason why, you know, there's no, there's no, uh, no incentive for him to talk about it. So, with all the moves, in, a, with all the moves in Boston Sports Radio, man, we need a Shams or a Woj in in the right? Boston Sports Radio. Well, I feel like right it's now. like Chad Finn, I guess. Yeah, so. but he's he's slacking, dude. He doesn't have the he doesn't have the yeah, scoops. Yeah, he, says, he says it after this. Yeah, after this, the smoke's cleared and everything. Exactly. Yeah. 
exactly. Yeah, Chad Finn was hating kind of. He wrote, you know, he was like, well, I don't know. I don't know if the show's ever going to be Vulgar and Mad. And it's like, well, thanks, Chad. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, no one ever thought, hey, listen, no one ever thought they'd be Glenn Ordway. Glenn Ordway is the number one show for my whole life, basically, until uh, Sports Up came along. So I want to, you know, I, I mean? want to, I want to say he had like this great sentence about you, and then he was like, however, dot dot dot. Well, he wasn't <laughs> yeah. wrong about everything. I think he said I was the most underrated. There one of the most yes. underrated in the market or something. I so, love that. I love. I that. mean, I, he's an idiot, but he wasn't totally wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. And, and Christian, right. my my mom was devastated when she when mm. you left the sports hub, man. So really, my mom was too. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice man. I, that was oh man, like we we've been around for a while. Obviously, Boston yeah. sports just just even growing up in this area and everything. But like that was. That was shocking. Like I, you, you hear about guy, people moving on and stuff like that, and, and breaking ties with stations. But the way that unfolded with with the sports hub that was whack. Like in the in the height of all that news and everything, and how great they, the the year had been, it was it was it was insane. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was the day after the ratings had come out too, and we had done really well in that book. And I'll say that not to like, oh, I'm so important or whatever, but like after that happened, I had a lot of people reach out to me, like. That sort of like sent shockwaves to the industry. You know what I mean? Right, just like the right. station that was doing that well was still making cut. Like that was, that was like a real eye opener, I think, for a lot of people and a lot of, you know, people who were trying to get into the business. And it's just, you know what I mean? Like it really yeah, right. was, uh, it was one of those things. So. Yeah, because I, I, I do feel like, and we don't have to spend too much time on this. I know it died right. in, but like, I feel like no listener wanted changes. Like everyone right, was happy right. with the way it was. It was all good. And then, uh, what what are you gonna do? I mean, uh, but hey, yo, if Google, Salesforce, Twitter, all these people are having six, ten percent layoffs, this economy, bro. But I, know. I don't know. They're rolling in dough, cheap bastards. Anyways, seriously, <laughs> yeah, like all these tech companies too, like Google and right, yo, you know, all, all these tech. companies who just had record profit. Like I understand radio's not having record profits, but like everybody's doing this. Like everyone's just laying off all their people. It's, it's because know, it they. It's because they know the economy's just going to get worse and they're just get in front of it because they got that insider info. And then you know what? If, oh, dude, okay, we, we got to get off this. I, <laughs> yeah, I can go all day Celtics, about this. Huh? All right, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about Celtics, man. It is. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Ducha hits that. You know what it is? You're like, you, got another, you got another three minutes of, 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 yeah, uh, I of speech here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Celtics. Good job. Good there job. You go. I mean, I was into it. So I'm, you, I know. You, you did the right thing there. All right. Let's talk Celtics, Christian. I mean, look, the, 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 the two game skid in Florida. Okay, people can say what they want. Shorthanded Celtics, whatever. But this last loss, the one against the New York Knicks. I mean, it's in overtime. The Celtics just haven't been themselves, especially offensively. And I get it. No Marcus Smart. Jalen's been in and out of the lineup. Guys have been missing. But are you? I don't want to say concerned, but seeing the way this team has been playing lately, especially in that last performance against the New York Knicks, is this a, a all-star game is right around the corner? You know, all-star weekend is right around the corner. So we're kind of just like going through it. Or, or is this sort of that bump in the road where you're starting to wonder how long is this going to last? Um, I think it has everything to do with how much has been asked of and how much has been delivered by Brown and Tatum, really. I mean, you just you look at the and people have been talking about this all year. Just way we talked about this on my show about how, you know, these guys are getting kind of every night, even when it doesn't necessarily call for it, playing 36, 38, 40 minutes in these games. And a lot of time, you know, a lot of times they're hitting shots and don't need to be. And now I feel like we're at the all-star break and they're just out of gas. I mean, look at look at the games. They're falling apart in these fourth quarters. Jalen Brown could barely hit the front of the rim with those free throws. Like, they're they're tired. They're tired and they're out of gas. And you know that happens around this time of year. I get that. 
but I think that it's happening specifically to this team because of injuries. You're right about that. I mean, it's not all, it's not all uh, good health and everything, but the guys who are playing are just playing way too much. I feel like, and I don't know. I mean, it's a deep team, but they're not deep everywhere. And I wonder if that's maybe a problem for Missoula and his rotations. Yeah. Because I mean, the, the fact that you know, you got a lot of talk about like, Oh, they're bored. And I thought, I felt like Joe after the, after the, uh, the loss against the Knicks was just like, they can't get like complacent with going through the month of January and into the all-star break and so on and so forth. But my question is, are they just simply, you know, with the injuries in and out here, are they not like trusting each other? You think anymore? Um, I don't know. I don't, I think they still trust each other. I don't think that there's a big lack of trust. Maybe, you know, they don't trust some of the guys on the end of the bench who have to play more like, you know, Hauser's been sort of off lately and guys like that. But, I think that the core players all still ride for each other, you know, Robert Williams and Al Horford and uh, even Brogdon who's new this year, but I feel like he's sort of fit right in there and there's a trust with him. So I don't know. I, I don't think that, I don't think that they lack trust. I just sort of think that uh, they're kind of a front running team. I hate to say it, but like when things are going great, they're going great. And when things start to unravel a little bit, you, you see maybe a little bit of that, that thing that it's not always and with these guys in particular, like it's been, it's gotten a lot better. Like we all remember them throwing stuff at each other in the bubble, but like mm-hmm. when things start to go South, you know, there's still a little bit of that with this team and uh, it takes a strong coach, I think to keep that under control. And I don't know, Missoula's Missoula's a little bit of a wild card, isn't he? <laughs> like, yeah. He's not, uh, he's, I'm not sure exactly what to make of him. <laughs> yeah yeah i i like that you said that because he's just sort of like and it's not a, a negative thing but okay let me just tell you a quick story all right so i'm in i'm in charlotte right and this mm-hmm. was actually right after um the first game so in between in between the the, the, the two game series right and all eyes are on Derek white because he's going through his pregame motions and everything this was after he was the, the neck right. injury and everything that yep. happened so right we knew he was going to give it a go but we we're just sort of like man look at this guy you know and, and honestly i was looking i'm looking for quotes too as well right so i'm waiting for him to finish up and it's me sherrod blakely and, and gary washburn it's funny it's i'm cracking up because it was, we all had the same idea so as soon as he finished you just saw us slowly start following him and we all sort of look at each other like, oh yeah you guys are trying to do the same thing all right let's do it Derek white notices the same thing looks at us just like oh okay yeah let's go talk over here so we're in the tunnel right just to paint a picture for you guys, right? I'm on the right side of Derek White. The left side is Sherrod and Gary. As we're walking down, White kind of like whips whips his neck around towards me and looks at me, kind of like smiles and like you know keeps walking. I'm like, wait, why do you do that? And then I guess it must have happened right before what I just what I'm about to see is a hand just start tapping Derek White on his right shoulder, like you know, like two or three times, but really quickly. And then he takes mm. his arm away so that Derek, we know the classic joke. So Derek turns around, sees me, and thinks that it's me. So as soon as he does that, I look over. It's Joe Mazula. He just starts, <laughs> he just starts cracking up, and he just takes off like a, like a high school kid. Like he's like, ah, I got you. Like just storms. I'm just like, so we're all like kind of chuckle. We all look at each other, and we're just like, wait. Did that just happen? Like, that's the head coach. That's the head coach of the Boston Celtics? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, you never see a coach joke around like that. And especially the circumstance that he came to, to, to become the interim head coach. And, you know, for him to navigate this team that has championship aspirations. Like, the whole thing is just, it's not what anyone expected. But just to see him handle it and go through it. Like, I had never seen that side of him up close and personal like that. Like, I was like, oh, so this is what you guys, like... This is what he does in practice. I'm sure he, he must card. joke around like that all the time right. with, with, his, yeah. with his players. But, yeah, he's a, he's yeah. a wild card. He's different, you know? 
He is. That story and the Marcus Smart somersault story kind of, yes. they kind of make him out to be like an excitable child. Right. obsessed with basketball. And the fact that yeah. he went so hard in the pickup games that he fucked his eye up, like yeah. as, yeah. as the guy who's leading the team. Wild. And, well, that was and from then, a okay, pickup so that, game. That was really from that thing with his eye that was from, from getting hit in the eye in a pickup game. That's what that was a yeah, report, yeah. That right? was a report, yeah. yeah. He was he, uh, he <laughs> missed two in. games because of a pickup game. Yeah. It's crazy. They had wow. to ask him to stop. <laughs> like, don't, <laughs> don't don't do this. Now we can't do pickup games. He's just playing little practical jokes on everybody. It sounds like. Uh, <laughs> um, could it be that the Celtics were just like, it doesn't matter who the next coach is, so long as he keeps his pants on? <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe it had a little bit to do with Brad making that decision. Maybe until, you know. until Missoula yeah. brings the donuts for everybody, and everyone's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of Missoula, though, no, okay, I want I want to say one thing too, and I want to hear your thoughts on this. Is the fact, I mean. If we're really looking at the Celtics, and I know the alarm has been sounded and everyone's really worried about it, they've won nine of their last 12. They went on a nine-game winning streak that no one gave them a ton of credit for, and it was sort of like business as usual. And it is shocking to see this team is how good have they been playing to lose three in a row. But I, I think it's horrible timing just because it's sort of trade rumor season, and, mm-hmm. and I, I really – Hope that Brad sees the bigger picture, and I feel like he does. But as a whole, like forget about this three-game stretch. Where do you see the Celtics needing the most improvement, or do you feel like it's just minor tweaks here and there? Um, I don't know. I guess <clears throat> I guess it depends on what you mean by minor tweaks. Like, I think uh, Grant Williams is, and lately, I know he had a couple of bad games, but that uh, big 25-point game he had was uh, yeah, high. was a nice one. Yeah. And I think he's played well this year. Shooting's really good. Mid-range game's a lot better. And I do think that he can contribute uh, offensively more than before. But I think that this team needs more of a, I don't know, more of a wing. He's still, sure. to me, more of like an inside guy. You know, like I just yep. – Someone who can defend more on the perimeter and uh, and do sort of different things. I just you know like a Reggie Bullock or somebody like that. Nobody, I guess that's a minor tweak. You know, he's not. I don't. They don't need some superstar yeah. player. Yeah, just like I've, some depth at the wing that's not Sam Hauser and it's not Grant Williams. That's what I'd like to see. Because yeah. honestly, I think everywhere else they're pretty much covered. Like, yeah. you know, I know guys are going to get hurt and that's going to happen. But for the, I don't. They maybe have too many point guards. Like, you want to trade a point guard and bring in you know some wing help. Like, I'd be fine with that, but. That's you know that's basically it. I wouldn't I wouldn't change too much else. Yeah, well, Jay, been, Jay Crowder is a name I've been tossing around. I wouldn't mind that. Crowder, yeah, I like Crowder. He's, yeah. I, you know, I'm always a fan of his. I I agree. I think my biggest thing is like the the big man going after a big man. Like this portal talk about you know giving up maybe a first round pick for a guy that's going to really just be an insurance policy in the in the front court. Um, I feel like there's a lot of like ground swell to help fill the front court and if you're going to go after front court help that's established you're going to be giving up a lot of capital there so like i mean from my perspective i'm like yo let's just let's go pick up a a friendly face like a josh richardson or a jay crowder or someone that's going to cost pennies on the dollar but um i i i can't help but hear like just the panic the panic going off in boston after three losses and this team is still the number one team in the league just seems a little uh, not out of character for Boston, of course, but it just seems oh, a little bit a little <clears throat> bit premature. 
The most concerning thing about these last three games to me was that they can't beat the Orlando Magic this year for some reason. Like that's, I know they beat them at the beginning of the year, but like since then, the Magic just run them every time they play them. And that's kind of weird, but like, you know, they're a good young team and they're long. They're just a weird matchup and the Celtics have trouble with them. Like it's not really that big a deal. Miami though, that game was interesting because that was when you sort of started to see the, and really you saw it a little bit against Golden State too, this end of game stuff. Uh, you know, they won that game, but Tatum with those awful turnovers and smart with those bad turnovers yep. at the end of that Golden State game. And it, even maybe you could point to games prior to that that they won, but they just made it harder on themselves than they needed to be. And now here you are. I mean, they're, they're limping into the all-star break and they can't, I mean, they just can't finish these games. They're banged up. They can't finish the games. They're missing free throws. They're turning balls over. Uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's ugly. It's, uh, and it's just, I think the, biggest culprit here is just guys burning out yeah um i'm not too concerned about it though honestly like i'm not super i'm not sounding the alarm i don't think they need to i know bam out of bio had that great game kind of it's been disappointing since he signed that big contract but like i'm not worried about bam out of bio beating them in a playoff series like miami's not that impressive this year i'm not really impressed with too many other teams in the east even you know brooklyn with duran he's in and out of the lineup with this injury. And I just, I don't know. I, I feel very secure about the Celtics, even when they hit skids like this. Like every team in the league is hitting minor skids like this once in a while. The Celtics, it's sort of, it's not that random. It's every time they play Orlando, something happens. But like, you know, the, the, the whole, and you know me, like I sound the alarm when I feel like you need to, but I'm still pretty confident with these guys. I don't, I don't feel like there's a lot of real tough challengers out there at the moment. I mean, that could change. But uh, that's sort of how I feel right now. Philly's been playing well, uh, but I'm not scared of them. You know, I'm not really scared of anyone. Yeah, I agree. And I think there is a common thread between these three losses. And it's Marcus Smart being out. And then late, like, talk about, you want to talk about late game collapses? It's Marcus Smart. I mean, if Marcus Smart's there, you're, you you got another three-point shooter. you got another... You got another defender late in the clutch, and uh, I don't know. I, I feel I feel like that that's the common thread for me, but no one wants to talk about how important Marcus Smart is anymore now. Well, I mean, I think Marcus Smart's proven his worth this year. I don't. There's a lot of people in the beginning of the year were talking about him like he should be an all star, and I think that's you know, <laughs> if you need to you need to see anything else, he doesn't even show up on the ballots. And like, yeah, I don't. They, they would need to be like <laughs> they would need to be like a four loss team right now for him to be an all star, dude. Seriously, you know what, you know like, I, think that, I think a lot of that was just they had the number one seed for so long, so just like, well, this should be a third one. Hey, Marcus, go go up there, you yeah. know, like put him put him up there. Yeah. And then the Celtics, they 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 were campaigning for him and. You know, the, the, the two weeks, campaign. and then they just stop. <laughs> now it's just Tatum. And they Brown. stop. Yeah, the team right. does market him that way, though. I mean, that's sort of the idea. There's just there's so many guards, and he's right. Like, you know, he's not going to break into that. It was Jalen Brown barely broke into the forward. So, like, I don't know. Or the, he's a guard, right? Yeah. So yeah, either way, I mean, it's it's hard. It's it's a lot, it's a crowded field. But uh, I think Marcus Smart's had a tremendous year. I do. I mean, I think he's shooting better. I uh, love the way he sort of adjusted his game. I think he's a very good point guard. Um, he's not going to be an all-star, but that doesn't mean that he's not a valuable uh, player and someone that when he's out, you notice his absence. Like that's a, that's a big difference this year. And they have a lot of depth at point guard for sure, but they're a different team without him. There's no question about it. Robert Williams, what are your thoughts so far since he's been back? Do you feel like he's only been used more as a lob threat? Mostly are they, should they be playing more for him or is that just like the Marcus Smart effect where, Marcus seems to get him more involved than, than anybody else 
pretty pretty much on this on this roster. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's not like he has a lot of post moves, you know. Like I remember in the uh, in the summer league, I don't know if it was last year, not the summer league, the preseason, like a year or two ago. Uh, they were trying to get him going in the post, and you know they were trying to get him like to hit turnaround jumpers, and it just it just wasn't happening. You know what I mean? He was doing hook shots and stuff. But I just sort of remember watching that and being like, man, like. He, he's really good at one thing. You just stick to it. And that's pretty much what you've seen so far. Um, the most important thing with him is his health, obviously. And I don't know how you uh, litigate that or not litigate, mitigate that because his, uh, his surgery that he had last year was his choice. I mean, you know, you got to make it. You got a legitimate run to the finals. You were two games away. It was the right call for him to do it. But I think you're now seeing what that can mean. And, uh, they need him. I mean, absolutely. They need him there. You talk about a different team without smart. They're a different team without him too. And I sort of wonder like a team with two superstars, two, you know, potential all NBA players here, in, uh, in Tatum and Brown, should they need their supporting cast to be completely intact like that? You know, like, shouldn't they be enough? Uh, that, that I, I think about that sometimes with this team. And I wonder if that's a label that they're going to get stuck with. Like if they come up short this year, because Williams is hurt and Smart's hurt and Horford is in and out of the lineup, but Brown and Tatum play and they still can't get it done. You know, they, they get knocked out earlier. They you know, lose in the finals again. Then that's going to start sticking to them a little bit. And I think that may not necessarily be fair, but uh, that's just the way it goes. You know, when you have two all world talents like that, then, you know, guys like Williams and Smart, if they get hurt, it shouldn't be the end of the world. But you wonder about that, especially the way they've been playing lately. Like guys have been banged up, guys, you know, who aren't the main guys, and uh, it seems like that's really been a, a struggle for them. Yeah, I don't think this team is as deep as people think. Well, Celtics fans what? think they are. You think they are? They are deep, like consistently though. You oh, think, okay, okay. That's I the think... thing. They have to find that consistency, and right now isn't the time because I feel like guys are just banged up. Well, you know? right when you look at it, when you look at it from a regular season point of view, okay, they're going to be not like just dinged up. Right. But I think if you're looking at like a seven game series in the play, this team is built for the playoffs. Right. I mean, there is well, not, there credit. is not a better eight to nine deep team in the NBA front to back than the Celtics. I'll give them credit. I didn't think they would still be holding down the number one seed. And especially, I mean, did you Christian? I didn't, I didn't think so. Uh, this deep into the year, I thought Milwaukee was going to be more of, a, I mean, they're obviously a challenge, but right. I thought they'd be closer. You know, I thought Same. they'd be going back and forth and things That's like that. Uh, Brooklyn, I mean, Brooklyn had that great streak and run, but injuries caught up to them. Like right. that's a team you see them when they get in, you know, when they get banged up, their season completely changes. Like the Celtics get banged up and they go on a three game losing skid. Like I don't feel like the bottom falls out of their team like you would with Durant getting hurt on the Nets. You know, like it's, it's different. Right. That's true. All right. Uh, before we get before we get out of here, uh, Sean, we we talked about this briefly before we 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 called you up there. Sean, I'll give you the floor. Here. Okay. I mean, I'm okay. So you get is... you were getting me up to speed with this, so I feel like that's why it'd be better if you if you bring it up. All right. So, it. all right, Christian, I got I got to throw this out there as you are a uh, Christian's like, what are you about to ask me right now? An all sports show in the daytime, and uh, you know, we'll get away from the Celtics really quick. But and I am interested in conspiracy theories but i'm not going to say i'm a conspiracy theorist but have you heard about the demar handling conspiracy theory and if so where do you stand um 
that that wasn't really him at the game or something. Like, yeah, <laughs> man, it's a crazy story. <laughs> it's a crazy story. So I know. It's 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 literally like uh, it just makes me just, just makes you think. Just listening to Christian confirm the story got you so <laughs> amped right now. You're so well. Like, I I mean I know it's gotten like out of control. I think there's a lot of like anti-vax people who so, think that he's like that he died and that they. Like see, I don't think he's dead. Like, I, I, I don't think he is either. So I saw pictures from inside the uh, from inside the suite, and it was definitely him. And he's been on like Instagram. You know what I mean? Like I just I don't know. I don't think that uh, I don't think that there's too much to it. If he died, then they would have said he died. So <laughs> I don't. Know, like, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Well, oh, well, Christian, hold on, hold on. So here's here's where here's where it gets here's where you got to start thinking. With your with your third eye, okay, no, you, okay. Here comes because, the Roger Goodell and the no, NFL. No, yeah, because I'm just I'm just saying this. Like, okay, first off, I've seen pictures of him in the hospital, so I don't think he's dead. I just don't think that he's standing and being able to go to a game in the freezing fucking cold in Buffalo and sitting in a suite that obviously, if you see what he was wearing, was cold as fuck. If it was him <laughs> or not, and would it put would would you put it past the NFL to be like they found out that he wasn't going to die? But they found out he's a little bit fucked up because he didn't breathe on the field <laughs> for 21 minutes or whatever the fuck it was. And now you're thinking, OK, we if we delay the playoffs, if we cancel the rest of the regular season, if because no one wants to play and everyone's so shook about this, that's a mm-hmm. billion dollars out of all the people's pockets. That, that's that's not little money. That's where I'm like, OK. I need to see a picture of Demar Hamlin standing there, out of outside of a hospital, just being like, "Hey," or a video, being like, "Hey, the conspiracy theory is not true. I'm I'm good. I'm outside the hospital." Like, wouldn't you think that would have come out? Now it's been like two or three days since the things come up. It seems a little bit delayed, right? Hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> you need what's the conspiracy now? Like they they did it to so that they wouldn't have to cancel the rest of the season well no they're saying they're saying that 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 it was a double right that 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 wasn't really him they're saying that it was a double they're saying that that picture which is of demar hamlin which is basically him covered you can't see his face it sort of maybe looks like a guy that could play in the nfl but okay winter jacket you remember that okay just hold on all right i got it but you remember those uh remember the press conference with the doctors oh trust me i remember and guess what, Christian? When this thing is an actual conspiracy theory, oh, guess what the documentary is going to be going called? All in now. Guess what's going to be called? Did did we called? win? That's what the documentary is going to be called because those doctors were in on it too. Oof, oh, that's a big conspiracy. What was the point? So they wouldn't have to cancel the rest of the playoffs? I just feel like, uh, yeah, I just feel like they the NFL. Well, the talk to, the talk that week was can can the NFL continue? Can the NFL continue right. on at least and, at least that week and right. that week yeah. and the playoff implications right. and all the stuff and then how, hey, could they, how could they have finished the game after? How, what how just can happened? the Bills right. ever play again? And right. then they were like, okay, they need to know Demar's okay. That's the thing. They need to go know Demar's okay. Then they found out like, hey, here's a picture of him in his hospital bed. <laughs> let's play. Let's play on. Right now we're good to play. All right, but and, listen, he Facetimed with his teammates, right, and his teammates talked to him. From so his hospital bed people. or from outside of the hospital? I'm just saying. I, think <laughs> I don't know that- where it was, but I know that he FaceTimed them and they knew it was him because his parents were there. Yep. And that's all they needed to do to make everybody feel good. You know, like that's all they had to do. Which they didn't I have get. to bring him to Buffalo. They didn't have to do any of that See, stuff. Now you got to be defending to. the conspiracy theory. Yeah, I don't know how to so, bring this well, up. No, I'm that. saying like that's all that like to in order to get everyone to feel good about it. Not, you know, that's as far as they had to go. They didn't have yeah. to parade him around and do but anything think, else. Like that was enough, I think. The conspiracy is 
I think Demar's I think Demar's okay, and he's in the hospital still because when you have cardiac arrest and you don't breathe, you don't normally leave the hospital and four days and then be able to be like oh we're- oh really doctor you don't <laughs> <laughs> uh i mean i would say yes i would say i'm, I'm right on that you transport okay. hospitals i don't know i have no idea <laughs> when you when you get when you got money like that and they could transport you to a buffalo hospital so you're close to home which i still feel like he's probably at his house and can't leave his house like what dude could you imagine you have cardiac arrest and two weeks later you're going to a NFL game in 20 uh, degree JJ snow. Watt That's not a good place for him to be. JJ Watt had AFib and then he played that week. Remember? He said I had a heart attack. So I had a, yeah. the yeah. or whatever you call yeah. that thing. And, and then I played. So, you know, I mean, different stranger time. things have happened, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I, okay, but what's, so, your, what's your other factor? You, you had one more thing. You were saying that like, like. Oh, that Josh Allen knows and that's why he's been playing like ass? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's another smile back. But. I don't believe this conspiracy theory, but I'm just trying to sell it just so everyone okay. knows it's out there. There's a thing. And until DeMar Hamlin says, hey, yo, that was actually me at the game. I'll wait for it. Well, right, I yeah. thought he did say that like on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I thought that's said, the whole point. Did he say it on a video? Or did he just he? type it? All right. that, was, that, was, that was worth it. That was worth All it. Right. All right. Christian Arkin. <laughs> Christian Guys, uh, follow, him, follow him on Twitter if you don't already. He's at Christian Arkin. And, of course, tune into uh, the, the debut, right? It's, uh, this upcoming Monday, uh, two, to, 2 to 6, the, the, the debut of uh, Jones and Mego with Arkin on WEI 93.7. Christian, always it. fun having you on, man. Thank you. Hey, man, it was fun being on. It was great to talk with you guys again. Don't wait three more years to have me on again. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, when the playoffs start, we'll bring you back on, man. I yeah. All right, sounds good. We'll just, it'll it'll, <laughs> it'll be good. a conspiracy theory free, too. Uh, you never know uh, what's well, going to happen hey. from now until then. Yeah, there's some conspiracies. Might we might the Demar Hamlin thing may be proven right by then. Oh, the documentary is going to come out. <laughs> it's going to be in, in the works. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be in the Executive works. Executive producer Sean Dutra. All there right, you go. later, guys. Appreciate right, it, Christian. Later, Thank you. Oh man, that's always fun. I mean, yeah, it has been like two years at least, but we don't really have we haven't had like guests was, in a while. I feel like he was on like before you know, last season. We haven't had, we don't we don't we haven't had guests in a while. You know, once yeah, we, we once we got the no 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 you know what it what you know what it is. Once we start doing the FaceTime format, yeah. there really wasn't room for guests like that, yeah, right? Like, we were all here, yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you the time it was on. Right. What? The summer of 2018. No way. Right? That was right. the Marcus thing, right? Yeah. You guys, as you guys were, because I was on vacation, as you guys were talking broke. to him, it broke. Yeah. So it was oh, like the going in. Wow. Going into the 2018-19 season. I was, thinking, I was thinking 19, but then you know what? You're right, because at that time, it was still the off season, and, you know. Yeah, he would come on after Bruins, um, right. Celtics, and then right. he had his, he had his weekend show. That's true. So, okay. and I was always good to talk catch up with uh, Christian. Yeah, was- All right, Sean, it's it's about that time. All right, let's uh let's let's pull up the Celtics schedule as you're doing right now. As we speak. I'm not doing it right now, dude. I got it. I got it uh, on lockdown. You're on your phone. Let's look ahead with Sean Ducha. Who is up next for the Celtics? It's rivalry week in the NBA. If you didn't know, what does that mean? Like, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, obviously I, the the TNT broadcast and all, but why is it a it's week? Made up. It's weird. Why is it a I whole like, week? I feel like if they're gonna do this, they should make it like literally known across the NBA. Right. I I thought it was like a TNT thing, but apparently, um, it's it's not. No, they've been trying to make this a thing for the last few years, and so they're like, all right, instead of just having like one or two, you know potential national TV broadcast games. We're going to do the whole week and it's going to be multiple games. And so far it hasn't been good for the Celtics, even though the, the heat and Celtics are more of a rivalry than the Celtics and Knicks. 
Yeah. But they were trying, they were making it sound like a TNT broadcast. Oh, this is the oldest rivalry. Like these guys. I'm like, well, yeah. I was going to say that is the oldest rivalry in it the NBA. It is, but it hasn't been relevant but in a rival, long time. Does like, rivalry week go from Wednesday to Wednesday? Is that where they're trying to put us at? Because my, my question is if it's rivalry week, when does it start and when does it finish? Because if we're talking Wednesday to Wednesday. Who the hell are the Southern playing, Sean? Well, that's, I, <laughs> I'm trying to build into it, though. <laughs> well, I'm thinking it's like a regular week, Monday to Sunday. No, no, because that doesn't make no sense. But if it's Wednesday to Wednesday, it does make some sense because we had a heat on Wednesday. I mean, we, uh, t- we had a heat on Tuesday, right? So what I'm saying is you had the Heat and the Knicks, which are great rivalry games for the Celtics. Then you got the Lakers coming up on Saturday. And then after the Lakers, we got the Nets. And then after the, after the Nets, you got the Suns. So, like, if you go from Tuesday to Wednesday or whatever, if you go in seven days, pretty good rivalry week. You got Heat, Knicks, Lakers, Nets. That's rivalry week for the Celtics. But I also feel like there's not 32 teams that have that many rivals. Well, I feel like what you're about to say is probably the best way to end rivalry week. So Yeah. So we got Lakers to technically end the rivalry week yes. or the rivalry rival <laughs> why are you saying like that? You said, you said, you said, why will we? Why will we week? <laughs> hey, I'm out with my foot. It's why will we week? And it's the NBA. Everyone it's else excited we, to hunt rabbits. Why will we week? Way. That's what you sound like, right? Hey, everybody. It's Emma Fudd reporting live from the TD Garden. Hopefully, you got your Miller White. Hopefully, you got your ticket. <laughs> do, do like Mike Tyson now. now. Mike Tyson? I don't fucking know how to do a Mike Tyson. You doing Mike Tyson? Hey, similar to the Elmer Fudd. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna play the Lakers, the Nets, the Suns, and then I'm gonna have a beautiful day of walking on the beach. I won my parlay. I'm gonna wake <laughs> up on Sunday morning. It's gonna be a beautiful morning. I'm gonna wake up early. I'm gonna get a workout in. I'm gonna go to brunch. I'm gonna get a mimosa. And it's gonna be eggs Benedict. It's gonna be Irish at Benedict. They never have the Irish at Benedict when I go. Then you're going to say, hey, are we having too many mimosas? <laughs> hey, we having too many mimosas. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much, I mean, he's exaggerating, but that's pretty much what, what Tyson was doing, man. Like, just like the shit that he was saying, man. Oh. All right, anyways, Celtics play the Nets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sean. Could you please tell us this guy? I already did. <laughs> we got the Lakers on well, You said the Lakers. All right. Yeah. Right. Lake, okay. Lakers on. It's Wivalry Week. Oh, yeah. Wivalry Week. I can't Wivalry even do that. Week. I'm afraid if I keep trying to, then I'm going to be stuck talking Say about rival, right? Why will, why will it's we? Not That's the how first, you say it. It's not the first R. It's the second R. Rivalry. You turn it to a week. W. I don't know rivalry why. Week. Rivalry. <laughs> you just didn't get I can't fucking talk. Why were we weak? Uh, yeah. I always think of some kids being like, yay, why were we weak? Yay. As soon as you said that, I just thought of some excited kid. All right, we got Celtics versus the Lakers, Celtics versus the Nets in Brooklyn. Ooh. Wait, what? Oh, my phone's on the ground. <laughs> 
<laughs> just guessing. I'm like, do it. Am I going to New York this week? I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> All right, we gotta. I want to be like, yo, no one told me shit. I want to flip out. See, on that, like, yo, we're not standing on the road anymore, bro. We don't know how to tell you. I'm like, yo, I found out from in case. You, I mean, I found out from freaking from Sean. Out. Dude, just looking ahead. Man. I found like, out from Wivery Week. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I had to find out during a Wibble Wee Week. They say you found out from where? Like, what? From Wibble Wee Week? On fucking Wibble Wee Week. <laughs> out of all weeks. Out of all weeks. Wibble Wee Week. Oh, fuck. So, no, don't worry. It's, We're all, it's all TD Garden, bro. TD Garden. Like, yo, we just came from Brooklyn. Like, what the fuck? Like, how many times have we said to go to Brooklyn? I went twice in the last two months. Like, there's a third Brooklyn game? Like, what? Nick, it's fucking Wibbly Week. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Back home. All right. That makes more sense. <laughs> Right, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we, before we get, before we, before we do that, <laughs> what is what kind of treatment does this Kyrie get? Same shit, right? But probably, probably not as, not as, uh, not as loud as as, as the last time. You think well, you think just, just about be, the same? He just beat Jalen out in the All Star starter, so he's gonna That's get some fuel. hate. He's gonna get some hate. That's fuel for you. <laughs> Are you good, bro? <laughs> You're not sending me to New York. He's like, you tell me it was an away game on Wibbly Week. It's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> It'd be like, just wait, they're at home. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Dude. All right, so yeah, Kyrie, yeah, he gets that. Um, he gets that treatment because of. He's gonna get the same because treatment. Because the All Star snub, but then maybe the game because the All Star snub too. You know, the starter snub. It's not like he's not gonna make it, but yeah, right, I get, I get what right. you're saying. All right, so you got Lakers, Nets. Who's the third? Sons. Sons. <laughs> Sons. That's right. <laughs> Man, that's been a tough year for Phoenix, huh? I mean, Chris Paul's back, but it's like it doesn't even matter. <laughs> no, just, no, they're on a five game win streak. Yeah, yeah but good. I mean, but you know what I mean by that. <laughs> I though, get right? you, I get you. It matters, but it doesn't matter. It's like you know, we're not. We're not who we thought we were. Like, <laughs> geez. They're like, we need to start looking for some uh, insurance on TP3, huh? That's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what they're thinking right now. They're thinking that, and they're thinking, like, this is it. Like, this window we had, it closes. You know what? I think This season, it closes, and we're so far from who we were, that team that went to the, to the finals. Like, yeah. it's not even, like, it's it's troubling at this point. There's I, no sort of quick fix trade you can make, you know, to – to, to put them in a better better spot. I think the Suns are about to show up, though, on that game because they know it's the last game of Wivalry Week. <laughs> and you oh, know, that's Chris, Wednesday? That's you know Chris Paul's like, it's the fucking last game Wednesday of Wivalry Week, okay? Are they extending Wivalry Week to <laughs> two weeks? Now, now Wivalry Week is every day. It's <laughs> okay. Sean, just, Sean okay. you're loving it because you wish that we, we, we all struggled with saying this word as much as you do. <laughs> I, I cannot stop. Laughing. So I'm gonna let I'm gonna let everyone like a laugh attack. It's three and zero for the Celtics, <laughs> and I'm gonna let Joe Swain, uh, uh, Joel, just take this one to in case you missed it because I I, need, I need a breather. You need a breather. Man. <laughs> you gotta take a walk or something. Sit, sit this one out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need I need another minute because 
the way we felt about this team a week ago when we finished this episode, like when we finished an episode, like if someone told me, like, nah, man, they're gonna go all in three, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. I know, right? No <laughs> we, we wanted were, two at worst. We like, were way off. Way <laughs> off. Way off. And this isn't about like, oh well, we were wrong or whatever, like, damn it, I wish we we want to get this right every single week. It's just like the team that I saw <laughs> in the last three games, it's just like I, I I didn't think they could lose the way they lost those games. Like they were it was fascinating the way they lost those games. <laughs> like you can talk about the 15 0 run in the second game, right? I guess the I guess the magic, right? But taint them back and everything, and didn't even matter, right? Or you can look at what happened in Miami and it's like, okay, you look at the box score. That's a close game. Miami Heat. Yeah, you know, it's always a good game when you go against them. But like, oh, hold on, wait, 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 you know. They went scoreless for five minutes. Yes. <laughs> it's like <laughs> now they scored 13 points in the fourth quarter. Right. Like, wait, that team did that? Yeah. Okay. They've been shorthanded in these battles, right? Not as much as what happened in Orlando, right? But whatever. Didn't have their full squad. But the Heat didn't have Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So what is this? Is this it's like what I asked Christian. Is this all-star break is right around the corner? Everyone wants to take a breather? Or is it something that they're going to be in this spot for for a bit, you know? So because of that, I'm I'm thinking one and two. I really am for this stretch. And that one, I'm going to say, is probably the Lakers. <sighs> but I don't know. Anthony Davis is back. He played Wednesday night. He's probably going to play Saturday. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean. Or it could be Brooklyn. For some for some reason, I I knew that the that Orlando game was going to be a tough one, right? Orlando just has a Celtics number this year for whatever whatever reason. It happens every year. There's a team out there, a team or two that just right. that's just what they do. That's just what they do. Yeah. Like like they just ruin parties. Yeah, like they the, <laughs> they got up for that game. Like oh, we got this team. Right. Like whether they're they're going to see them in the playoffs or not, probably not. But it is what it is, right? Now when you get to the game against Miami. Again, we 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 brought this up at the beginning of the episode. It's the end of the game or late game execution that continues to haunt this team yeah. over the past you know season, season and a half, season and a half, really. Even throughout, yeah. even throughout that impressive stretch, what was this thing that we always said during the podcast? Right, if they got a good six, seven point lead heading into the three minute mark of the fourth quarter, you're safe. If it's a two point game with a minute left. It's 50-50. Flip a coin. We don't know who's going to win. Yeah. And, yeah. and if they're coming from behind, like, you had a, what, 16-4 run against, um, wow, am I drawing a blank? And, but see, that's nothing, too. <laughs> they're blowing these humongous leads, which we're, we're I feel like Celtics fans and, 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 and reporters, you know, people who've been watching this team all season long, we're getting used to this, you know? And, and then when it doesn't happen, when they lose, like, oh, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, the Knicks, that's what I'm fuck shit. And it's like, <laughs> okay, like that's that should happen every once in a while. We yeah. blow a big lead and you just lose the game. But why is that a pattern and why are we accepting it as if like, oh, we'll just get them next time. Just like, okay, sure, they have the same they have the best record in the NBA, but these habits, they tend to follow a team. Yeah. And you don't want that because when it comes down to it in a best of seven series, the Celtics it's not gonna be easy. I mean, look, if you ask me. It's probably like two teams, maybe three that I think are like legitimate like threats to the Celtics in the best of seven series. Chances are, chances are they're not going to face all three of those teams, and 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 or if if they're if they're to make another run to the NBA Finals. But 
I just feel like that small margin of error can decide a series. You yeah, know, you could find yourself on the wrong end of a, of a, of a best of seven series. Yeah, and don't and don't get me wrong. Joe has a lot to do with this as well. Like, if you keep telling yourself, "Well, we did other things good in the game," but like when it matters most, that one needs to get done. Because even in these games, even during the nine game winning streak, how many of those games that they barely won? Yeah. And what was and what would Joe say? What would Joe say after? Can they do it again? Right. Can they be consistent? Can you make another sand? Case? Can you make? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's the thing. You know what? This is the question. I uh, this is this was the one I, I wish I asked Christian about because uh, we'll, um, we'll call him up right now. It slipped my mind. You know what? Yeah, give him a call right yeah. now. Hold on a second, guys. Hold on one second. We're just gonna call him yeah. right now. No, um, <laughs> no. What I want to ask him about is um, not not necessarily just just Joe Mazzula overall as a as a head coach, but this whole timeout thing. And I feel like <laughs> it was like a joke. It was like whatever. You know, it was, uh, it was like a. The media and shit, yeah. Uh, a back and forth between the media and, and Joe Mazzula, but it's getting to the point where I, I just feel like let them figure out, let them figure things out at the end of a game is not okay when you don't have some of your key guys. Yeah. Like, look, I, I don't know, Sean, you don't agree with this, but like, I just, I, I feel like this this Celtics quote unquote depth is it's misleading. And what I mean by that is, yeah. When they're on, they're deep. You got guys coming off the bench that can that can come up big. Grant Williams obviously did it recently. Malcolm Brogdon's been doing it all year long. But when guys are out, when main guys like uh, Marcus Smart, Robert Williams, Jalen Brown, who missed, who missed one of those games, Brogdon, Brogdon right? was up with two of those games. Yeah? It's a very different team, and yeah. the offense struggles. Those four, five, six minute drought, like. That's problematic when you're looking at a team that's in a situation where, whether it's Jalen or Tatum, I mean, if you want to call them top heavy, okay. When they're when they're not 100, percent absolutely they are. But what bought what 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 I'm concerned about is the coach just feeling like he doesn't have to step in in those situations, it's or just like or, or just say like Jalen take over. Well, maybe not necessarily that, but like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. T- I'm talking about Joe. I'm not saying like well, the, when like, the team. Yeah takes matters into their own hand, like the way he wants them to. And then that's the result, right? Yeah. It's like, well, wait a minute. Are you going to step in here? Like we're halfway through the season here. We're beyond halfway through the season here. You know, the, the, the grind of an 82 game season, like at some point you got to step in and Tatum and Tatum, no at who the, you are, what, at, what, what head coach you are in this league. And Tatum at the end of the, uh, the Miami game is looking at him like, are we going to call timeout? Oh, oh we're not man. calling timeout? Okay. You had 20 seconds to tie that game up. And you let the double team and then, come. Yeah. And it was 11 seconds. The trap, 10, yeah. 9, yeah. 8. No timeout. You got to bail your guy out on that and, situation. And I'm going to piggyback on kind of like my question to, to Christian about with no market smart, does Tatum just like have to just take it upon himself to be like, oh, you know, it, it's me. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. the guy. I'm going to I'm going to bring up the ball. And if I and if I feel like I should pass it, I will. But if I don't, then it's on me. Yeah. And then with like three seconds left, he's like, "Oh, I'm getting doubled," and you throw the ball in the other. Like, right. nah, man, you right. have to make that. You have to make that call. You know, way before that, and that's the only time I think. See, that reminded me of the end of uh, the the Warriors game or the end of regulation when that last possession that could have cost them the game. And it was just like, yeah, you have Steph Curry on you. You decide to pass it the last second, and it was like, well, wait a minute. Like, I don't think you read the situation correctly. Like, yeah, yeah, no. You either take Steph Curry in, the, in that, or if you're going to pass it off, you make that decision sooner in the shot. Yeah, if you're if you're at full health, 
And it's something that you practice, like, you know, last second, you know, late game, whatever, you're down by one or you're down by two and, you, and you're going to put up the winning or you, with the potential game winner, then fine. Like, Joe was going to look at Tatum and say, you know, throw his fingers up, like, this is what we're running. Right. But if Joe, after the fact, is like, yeah, I probably should have called a play. No kidding, Joe. Here we are, <laughs> you know, 50, 60 games in. And really? Like, you, you weren't sure about that? Like He's got to figure that out. Those losses are going to pile up. Like, if they lose this, this first seed, like they, I, think it's, I think it's imperative that they stay the number one seed. It's one thing to go from the way they went last year, the turnaround, and, you, and you're going upwards. You're trending upwards. It's another thing to be at the top, and then all of a sudden... You fall from grace. You yeah. fall from grace, like, yeah. but like, as like, you're getting closer to the playoffs. Right. It's like what Christian was saying. It was like the whole, like, the whole bubble season, how like, yeah. you know, they weren't used to those type of bumps, and then when it did happen, it was like it, it shattered them. So yeah. you hope that doesn't happen. But with all that being said, yeah, I'm going to go one and two. One and two. I'm going to say two and one. And the loss is... <sighs> My win, my win is either Lakers or 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 Phoenix. One of those, either either the the way they start this thing off or the tail end. I'm gonna say the Lakers. I think they're gonna end wildly weak, <laughs> winless. <laughs> you try to say it with a serious face, so I couldn't even get through it. I, I, I just I didn't think you were gonna say that. <laughs> Sean's looking at me all mad. He's all smirking. Sean's like, I just stopped laughing. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, you know, every game this week has been on national TV other than the Orlando game, and they've come up with a goose egg. Yeah. So, like I yeah. said, those three teams that beat you, after every single loss, the other the other team or whoever's analyzing the game is like, yeah, this is this is Orlando's biggest win of the season. Mm-hmm. Oh, this was my Miami needed this game because they needed to get some confidence back. Yeah. Oh, oh, New York. Oh, my God. New York, you know, we was talking about it before, uh, last episode. Golden State. It could go. They needed that win in a in, in a. Like something fierce. Like yeah. they needed that way more than the Celtics. But we were talking about it on last episode. Like, where's New York at some point before this trade deadline? Going to be like, all right, are we going to go one way or the other? Because right. we were trending upwards. We're in that middle. We're there. You know, they're sixth or seventh right now. Right. So flirting with the uh, they're, they're between the the top six and the playing territory. And a win like this, that's huge for them. Yeah. Like Randall, like Randall played out his mind. You know, I really thought he took it to Al, man. Yeah, I, I really say, but it's true. I really thought that. Oh, and he took it to Tatum too, in the at the at the at the rack. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> I meant overall, but in that play, yeah, yeah. he did. He really no, did. I, I, when I saw Tatum with the uh, the twenty four, you know, army, and I was like, oh, okay, he's about to, right. he's about to go off. And then there was some parts parts of that game where I was like, okay, this is the Tatum that you know we've known. <laughs> is it bad that when? Uh, when Jalen missed those free throws, I was like, couldn't do it for Kobe. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing that crossed my mind. Jesus. <laughs> Damn it, Jalen. Because <laughs> you know Jason's thinking that. Like, you ruined everything. Nah, nah, you know, I, I want to know, know why Tatum dapped up, you know, Randall around that time of those free throws being taken. I don't know. Well, you think you think Jalen watched that and was just like, they, he took that to heart? Or what? I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's just like, why? Why He's more like in his head now. Why did you do, why'd you do that? Why did you think, what, this is... This is this is a wrap. Like this is in the bag, right. nah. or like or like your boy ain't gonna make this. I know, right? I want to know what he said to Jalen. I think Jalen knows, but he doesn't want to say. Mm. He I was smiling though. I don't think it's something malicious. Yeah, right. I think it was something like we, something something that would make Randall look clever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Jalen's like, I'm not giving you that yeah. satisfaction. And my other question is, why does the NBA release last two minutes reports when like it's whenever? It's never like 
a consistent thing. Or maybe I'm not actively searching for them. Yeah. But like Jalen's free throws, there's a line violation for both teams. <laughs> both teams yeah, then. Yeah, sure. So I don't know. A little, little sketch to me, but both both guys uh violated that line for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Williams and uh Julius Randle. Line violators. Yeah. Habitually. <laughs> Yeah, known line steppers. (laughs) (laughs) Habitually. All right, let's wrap up this show the way we wrap up every show here on Causeway Street. We take our trip around the NBA with Joel's In Case You Missed It. 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 Joel, what we missed? All right. In Case You Missed It. Well, we know that Jason Tatum became a four-time All-Star, first-time starter. But what we don't know, or unless people looked it up, where he finished in terms of um, the voting, right? I said last week that he was third. He still finished third among forwards behind uh, Antetokounmpo and KD. Uh, KD, by the way, says he still wants to play the All-Star game, even though he's out for the next two weeks. But anyways, <laughs> he wants to play with uh, he wants to play with Tatum. You know? Yeah, he this wants this guy. Yeah, this guy. Yeah. You know what? That's the reason why Tatum technically was a star last year. Yeah, yeah. But he wasn't he wasn't officially named. It was the first time he's been officially named. So yeah. So congrats, congrats to Tatum. Other than the fan voting, right? That was that's fifty percent of the vote. He finished third among uh, forwards in the East when it came to the fans. Uh, he finished fourth when it came to the uh, player vote mm. and he finished first among the media vote see this is why Jalen wants way more transparency as to how the process you know what I mean the whole voting process works and and how people get there you know because obviously he got that question because they were thinking about him do you wonder how that is and he says look it's something that's been discussed between NBA Player Association and um He's hoping that they'll be more transparent in the future. But as of right now, he's like, I don't, I'm not paying, to, you know, I don't pay mind to that type of stuff, you know, who's starting, who's not starting. But I'm sure he's hoping he'll be named as an all-star. Well, if you're curious how um, Jalen ended up, because he did obviously miss out on the, the only two spots as a starter for the guards, he ended up, ended up third overall in the voting. Um, among the player vote, he ended up third. The fan vote, he ended up third. In the media vote, he ended up second. Mm. So, um, I would just like to say that uh, people forget that in the same season, Kyrie um, said very anti-Semitic statements, and now is somehow an all-star starter. So, good for you guys. <laughs> Not only that, but the top vote getter among the guards in the East had over uh, 4.4 million. Uh, Jalen, on the other hand, only got 2.4 million. Uh, as a as a third, and um, Donovan Mitchell was um, just behind Kyrie. So either way, it was it was going to be a a tough uh, tough get for Jalen. But you know who else didn't make uh, the starters? Who a lot of people think it was a snub? Who? Joel Embiid. Mm. Joel Embiid. And do you want to know what uh, Daryl Morey had to say on why he thinks Joel Embiid uh, got snubbed? The Jews. <laughs> <laughs> no, he played. <laughs> no, he played. <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> I don't think I would have brought it up if he did. Okay, <laughs> maybe. I, I maybe. know, I know what he said, but what he? I don't know the context behind it. He said the, the Celtics media, or he said Celtics fans. Which one of those? No, he's all right. This is 
this is what okay he was asked about it and he says uh you know quote Joel and B completely hosed once again this time to your point the uh, perpetrators of the crime were the shameless media most of them have rescued themselves because they don't want to vote on something that affects players paychecks but the shameless Boston media is way overrepresented they haven't rescued themselves and they shove Joel low enough so that he's not an all-star starter it's crazy in quotes so ace uh... <laughs> Uh, look, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get your take, but then I'm gonna, I'm gonna explain how. Go ahead, go ahead. I'll, I'll explain afterwards what how it's broken down. Well, or at least how somebody broke it down here. Okay, the way I see it is, it's easy to say that because obviously Boston is the the Boston media is the one that's in the forefront of of putting out stories and, and, and getting people to to follow this team a bit closer, right? So I feel like, okay, he's got a point there, but at the same time, the national media is the one driving this narrative about the Celtics and, and them wanting to you know go back to the NBA Finals and how are Tatum and Brown going to lead this team and all that stuff. So I feel like that's a bit – that in, in itself overshadows other teams in the Eastern Conference. And, of course, the Philadelphia 76ers are one of them, and Joel Embiid is sort of in the mix in that, you know, where – he's not so much in the forefront of what the national media is talking about because people are sort of more intrigued to the, to what Tatum and Brown are going to do. You know, obviously everyone saw what happened last year. How are they going to bounce back? And I just feel like there's a lot. The Southern are, are under a mic- microscope because of what happened last year, but also because of the fact of the EMA suspension, how they bounce back, how they're still the number one team in the NBA. There's just a lot of, more, a lot more eyeballs on the Celtics. And I feel like that sort of gives them the benefit of the doubt compared to a team like the, the Philadelphia 76ers who have just been trying so hard to get over that hump with the same head coach and the same team for the most part. And, you know, sure, the, the, the James Harden trade shook things up a bit, but for the most part, they haven't, they still, they've remained where they are, right? They're not one of the Celtics or the Bucks. So, you know, one of those top tier teams, even though they are a top tier team, they don't get that same sort of narrative and, 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 you know, being one of the teams that people assume are going to be in the NBA finals this year. All right. Once again, the way this is broken down in terms of uh, the voting, 50% is the fan voting. 25% is the player voting. Last 25% is the media vote. Media, right. All right. According to this this dude over here, Austin, Austin Krell. I don't know if you guys know who Austin Krell is. AK? AK-47? AK. Austin Krell. Austin Krell is AK, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's All his right. nickname. Oh, okay. So then you guys do know. All right, good. No, we're lying. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we don't know. So, uh, so Austin, Austin Krell, aka, aka. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. The second time you said his name, I thought you were gonna say Austin Crochier. Mm-hmm. It's a throwback. Aging myself a bit there, but. Providence, baby. So he tweeted out: there were six voters from the Ringer and two from Boston Globe. That does not, however, mean that they did or did not vote for Embiid. That also might not be that heavy of a representation compared to the other markets. When it comes to the media representation and the vote out, you know, as a whole. Right. But he said he'll look into that. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess look for that at some point. Yeah, I just feel like, again, it's just um, a lot of eyes are on the Celtics. I mean, we, even before the season started, the the amount of nationally televised games and, you know, compared to the the, the games that are going to be uh, showcased or the, the Bucks games that were going to be showcased, like that's just sort of been like the talk. You but, know? But, but why call the Cavaliers out? getting Donovan Mitchell, like, I just feel like all that's overshadowed the the, the Sixers. It, even though they did have that stretch where they were 
threatening the Celtics for, for the number one spot. But then outside of that, I feel like the yeah, national me- <laughs> national media, there just hasn't been a whole lot of talk about Philly this year. Yeah, but it's, it's okay. I see what you're saying, but like, don't take it out on the Boston media. I mean, there's two, right, there's right. two nets in this, in this starting lineup. Right. Yeah. You know, so the New York media is, is not, is not, doesn't mean anything. Yeah. They're not, they're not a big, you know, representation when it comes to the voting. I would just like to say one thing to Daryl Morey. There was a stretch where the Philly fans were actually booing Joel Embiid earlier in the season. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So how are you going to sit there and tell me that an all-star right. starter is going to get booed by his that's a, that's a good point. home fans for like two or three straight games when they were losing? Why don't you turn around and look, look inside your own back? Yeah, why don't you go look at everything that's going on this season yeah. and then come back to me when your best player is not getting booed at home? Has Tatum got booed at home this year? No. No. Uh, has uh, Durant got booed at home? No. Has Giannis got booed at home? No, but Embiid has. I see your point. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Major point. Okay. Point taken. Nice. And a good one at that. I, I know where you were going. But that's, there you go. Uh, well, speaking of Embiid, <laughs> he just got fined by the league 25 grand for what they call, quote, well, this is what. <laughs> this is, no, no, no. That, that's probably like what the NBA is going to say. But the tweet that I'm reading is for his, quote, Triple H celebration versus the Nets. For those that don't know what that is. Oh, you told people to suck it. Yes. <laughs> DX. Huh? The, the crotch oh, chop. Shit, the man. DX. From all my wrestling fans from back in the day, you know? Shout out to X-Pac. <laughs> Shawn Michaels. <laughs> that's something he does pretty often. So I don't understand why the NBA all of a has a problem with it. I think I think I think it was I think it was because like KD tweeted about it. I feel like it's like when sh- they when they stopped Kate, uh, Steph Curry from doing the big ball sack thing. Oh, remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't do the, that the gorilla balls, the gorilla yeah. balls. Wow. <laughs> You're talking about testicles. <laughs> <laughs> now we get it. Now we get it. Yeah. This is it's a big like, graphic. It's like wait a second. Yeah. You're not talking about basketballs. You're talking about your testicles. The, the national. See, the- we had thought you were just like juggling basketballs there, yeah. but. Wait a minute. You think you got that size nutsack? That's not your genitalia. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see when he got ejected for throwing his his mouthpiece? You see what Jordan Poole did? And then Jordan Poole afterwards. Yeah, he's got to stop that shit. He's been doing that shit for years. Yeah, he he thinks because he does it so far in between that, like, oh, that's okay. I can just do it every time I get angry. But anyways, yeah. (laughs) No, I was going to say, the the local broadcast, I have fun with that. Just like, just go black and white every time he does that. You know? It's all like the slow motion shit. Like what, what was that? When, like the pictures almost look like it's popping or whatever. Like like the, the old yeah. school movies when like you run the you know, like it looks it looks like vintage, but it also looks like choppy, you know? Like Yeah, yeah. That. It's like, like it's like we're we're interrupting this exact program right, for right. Yeah. But yeah, DX like did it. Over. NWO did it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, in case you missed it. You guys saw the uh, the young fan from Argentina, right? That would uh, was devastated when he found out that Jimmy Butler wasn't playing when the uh, the Heat were taking on oh, the Celtics. Man, I love the story. And by the way, remember remember I, when we were making our predictions last week, and I was like, Jimmy can go off at twenty one, his season average can go off for forty, or he could just be a late game scratch. You never know with this guy. That's exactly what happened. He was a fucking late game the scratch. Yeah. <laughs> the last, <laughs> <laughs> and you know this this poor little kid from Argentina had a had a sign that said, "Dear Jimmy, we flew over." 4,400 miles to see you play. Can we get a photo or a big face coffee? Is that his, is that his thing? That is the, remember when he was in the bubble and he was like, he was like selling coffee. Is that, is that like a real? I guess so. I don't know if it's like his brand or something I, that he's really selling or. I don't remember it, but I, 
I, I wouldn't put it past him. All right, so I, this picture it looks like it's 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 him and, and his sister. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a guess, and that that's what it is, right? So Jimmy caught wind and gave the kid a jersey that same night, but that wasn't that wasn't all he did. Invited the kid and his family to come the next day to the arena. Wow. Take pictures, chill with chill with with Jimmy. Listen to some country music, chill. Okay. Do do the stuff that Jimmy does. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. A day in a life. A day in a life, right? You got everyone loving it, eating it up, saying, "Wow, like Jimmy's this type of dude, right?" Tell me why Damn, there's a photo. Right tell me why there's a photo of this same kid. I'm gonna say maybe fairly recent, maybe this season, maybe even last season. Oh, okay. So it's like a someone, someone did some, someone did some digging. Someone did some digging. Oh, so this kid is with his, he he's with his sister at a Warriors game. He doesn't have a black face, does he? No, no. Okay. No, no, no. By the way, by <laughs> the way, he got like Jimmy to sign like the Argentina flag and everything. So this picture that's floating around now is that a Warriors at a Warriors game? I think it's a Warriors <laughs> Magic game. Face. Why did I think? I don't, that? I know, right? You went, you went real deep with that. Because <laughs> <laughs> the way you, said, the way you're building this thing up, I'm like. Oh. This guy's an asshole. What, what happened? So the sister, I'm gonna call her. I'm gonna call her his sister. The sister's holding up a sign that says, "Dear Steph, today is our birthday. We flew 8,088 miles just to see you play. Can we get a hug or a photo?" Now, the tweet where I found this is says, "Yo, the same kid that was sad that Jimmy wasn't playing is the clout chaser." I mean... What do you think? So he, he did it one other time, I guess. With, with well, so far, what this is the what's, what's been this picture that's been just dug up. That's not too bad. I mean, I can I understand why people were probably thinking that like he's like a diehard fan for only the Heat and Jimmy Butler and all that. But I mean, he doesn't live in the country, so like he probably. This but is what? But do we know that for a fact though? Well, I don't know. You said Argentinian, like as if. Like, well, I mean, for, that's for, well. Oh, you're you're basing this off his sign. I'm based off the oh, sign. Oh, oh, all right. I'm based I mean, on the I sign. I feel like if he wasn't, though, someone's going to pull his card back. Jimmy now. Butler, you know, was like, oh, shit. Like, I, feel, dug, I, feel, I feel awful. If someone dug this thing up, someone would have been like, this fucker lives in Cleveland. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he's not from Argentina. Like, they would have they said something, you know? Well, how did he get the seats so close that people saw? Both times? Yeah, you got to have some scratch for that. You got some scratch. You got some pull. <laughs> you got some good moves. You're from Colombia. I'll ticket. just put two and two together. Argentina. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're such a Ronaldo fan. So you, you know what I'm getting see? at. Yeah, and I don't feel bad <laughs> for this motherfucker. You won the World Cup, okay? So you can chill the fuck out, all right? <laughs> you didn't see Jimmy Butler. I was waiting for that. You didn't see Jimmy Butler. You, you saw Messi win a World Cup, so why don't you shut the fuck up? <laughs> if you are if you are from really Argentina, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, are most fans somewhat cloud chasers nowadays? Like, I don't know, like. For us, what was the cloud chaser back then? No, but like, there was he's no like, social media growing I know, up. I know, so but nowadays, it's like, he's you want to go viral. He's a little kid, and his, his sister doesn't look like that, that much older. Yeah. They're both, you know, I want to say like maybe like 10 and under. Right. Plus, you know, someone's, someone's helping him with those signs and shit, bro. Yo, it's like the, it's like the people that sit, sit outside of the stoplights in Boston. They're like, I got seven kids, four mortgages. <laughs> Used to, an en- used to be an engine. Used to be an engineer, and now I'm homeless. And now shit's gone south for me. Right? So, Jimmy oh, Butler, could you at least, could you at least play tonight? You know, that's what it is. So don't believe the signs. Don't believe the signs, people. 
I don't know, man. Either way, it's a cool story. And check their footwear. That's the way you know someone's homeless. If you check their footwear. This kid's not homeless, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, all right. Two very the equivalent di- of a homeless basketball fan. Oh. <laughs> he flew from far away, you know? I oh. know. I know. You're right. You're right. That's, what That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying, yeah. like, who, who are you taking serious and who you're not like, I don't know about this kid. You know what I mean? Right. That's all I'm saying. The reason no, why no, I don't, no, the reason no. why I don't believe this kid, you make is, it, you make it sound like he's got a sign that was, was like starving. Basically, <laughs> got this basically, <laughs> like I can't believe Jimmy Butler, you would take a rest day on the day that I flew eight thousand miles and bought these four thousand dollars seats. Oh, and I'm sitting courtside, but it's, but obviously he's a fucking scam. He's a fucking, his, his, his dad might as well be a Nigerian prince, bro. He's a scam artist. And you know what else? Scam artist who's who's uh who who's 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 rich and entitled, is that what you're saying? You know why I don't believe kids at NBA games anymore? Because no, because you know what you know what Sean's like I would have killed to sit in those seats. Do you know how do you know how all these things get autographed now that aren't uh that are then sold for thousands of dollars by the biggest stars? They hire kids to then go go down so like to get, that to get the autographs instead of the adults that the Kyrie would be like oh Kyrie right, right. Jason Tan would be like I'm not fucking with this fucking 40 year old dude yeah. the kid I want to sign up for the kids those kids aren't taking that autograph home uh, and then putting it in their top shelf and being like I love Jason Tan. they're giving it to whoever they hired they're getting a hundred bucks and then they're going selling that thing for Twenty five hundred dollars on that basketball that they signed. Yeah, why you got a conspiracy theory? Everything. I thought you were going to say something about like conspiracy theory. That's fact. Though. I thought you were talking about like the like charity, like when Kyrie refused or reportedly refused to sign, you know, basketballs because he didn't know where they were going. Oh, yeah. I thought I thought he was going with that. Yeah, that didn't that, that really bothered Cedric Maxwell. For <laughs> I bet he, you, I bet you probably still doesn't. He bring just it up. stopped talking about it. Yeah, he just stopped talking. About it. Next but if you time, bring it up, he'll he'll get going. Next time you're in warm ups. Next time you're in warm ups. Watch where the kids go after they get their autographs. Watch. Right. There's people sitting like in the top of the bottom section who that collect the autographs. Who, who, who threw him a hundred bucks something like that. Sean's like, I, I paid some kid like two hundred dollars. He never gave me my shit back. He took my money no, and he took the gotta, I think you got a documentary here, man. I know, right? You, you got you got a couple of documentaries yeah. after this after this episode here. Yeah. You're right. welcome. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I shit, I should just end it right there. But no, I'm gonna just say yeah, one. Man, uh, you just uh, jeez, <laughs> yeah. All those kids now I'm gonna be looking at differently. Now. You got the wheels. You got the wheels spinning right now in yeah. all our heads. All right. Um, last but not least, in case you missed it, uh, speaking of kids, <laughs> hey, good old Deuce, right? You know the video of uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Uh, Draymond. Yeah, I think I see something else. I realized you you told everyone last episode. <laughs> Draymond. Uh, to me, it looks like Draymond was scaring the shit out of Deuce. <laughs> no pun intended. Oh, when he was like, like he picks him up from behind, yeah, he puts yeah. the towel over his head, and right. Deuce is like, "Who the fuck is this? Like, yeah. put me down, like type of shit." Well, he's like, "I'm on the court. Who is this? Yeah, who is this? This is this. It's definitely not my dad." <laughs> Daddy, get this mother. Yeah, whatever. So, all right, the video, the video of that, of the of that em, em, embrace or whatever you want to call it, has generated sixty six million views across NBA social media. Wow! All right, it's the most viewed NBA Twitter video this season at six point eight million. Most viewed and liked NBA Facebook reel ever at thirty one million. And third most liked TikTok this season at fifteen point five million. Jeez, people really like that, huh? Apparently they Deuce did. This is a Deuce goes viral like all the time now. There's I, people who are obsessed with Deuce. I feel like it's gonna go to his head. I don't know. I mean, I'm not losing sleep over it. Or maybe he becomes the next, you know, best shooter of all time. Just not Steph. 
No, because Steph didn't have that type of publicity. Yeah, yeah. There was no social media back then. No, you're right. I think he's going to be terrible at basketball. (laughs) It's going to be like way too much pressure. Yeah, a waste. All right. Like this is this is it's not good. Let's just hope he's not um, like Patrick Mahomes' brother. That dude. You see that dude? No. Jackson Mahomes. You're lucky if you've never seen him. What's wrong, Jackson? Just a TikTok influencer guy that. In the box, dude. Trust me, it's the worst. Gonna be Deuce. I think it's gonna be funny when like it's Deuce pulls up with his boys time. and then he's like drinking and watching the game. Like, that's gonna be funny. Um, I I think <laughs> I think that. <laughs> so I was like, uh. so when when I don't know how long, how so, long it's gonna happen. So Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum will be will be probably a role player by the time Deuce is in high school, right? I don't think that'll ever happen, but all right. Well, maybe maybe not a role player, like yeah, yeah. starting start, on a decline, start, like declining, right? right. Like, yeah, <laughs> that'll be an interesting time. <laughs> that'll be an interesting time. Right. Not a role player, but like you know, he just stops going to the games all, all, all together. Yeah, or it's gonna be weird. Or when he's when he when he gets his first uh like social media page and he starts like posting and stuff. Yep, you better watch out. I don't know what way and what direction. You better watch out because again, no one like. Can you remember the last time a kid got this much like this much spotlight? What was it Riley? Well, I, Curry, thought it was, maybe? I thought it was Boston, but Probably it's Riley not Boston Curry, if it's thirty-one was, million. It's the whole NBA. That's what I mean. But there's not also not like another child that's at that age that has been given this much spotlight. So. I think Riley is the last one. Steph Curry yeah, Riley, over, yeah. Riley, and then um, isn't um, is it Ja? Is it his kid? His, I mean, he's got the kid that comes to the games too, right? Yeah, Ja, Ja, and uh, and T. I don't T. know, Morant. Yeah, that dude, that dude looks like Usher. He does straight up, like Usher's brother. Yeah, I feel like he was like fanning with that whole like Shannon Sharp thing. I mean, we talked about it last week, but my whole point is like the whole game came to a halt, and like that's why I guess he he apologized because he didn't want to become such a part of the game. But yeah, but he he knew what he was doing. I'm sorry, who Sharp? You think so? Yeah, he generated the views. He got people watching, but then after the fact, he's like, I think I think he was surprised. I, he didn't expect Dylan Brooks to be like "fuck you." Like I think that's what they want. So when he said "fuck you too," and then when everyone stood up, he was just like, "Well, bring it, man!" Like you know, yeah, he wasn't gonna stand down at that right. point. He was like, "I gotta fucking," you know, everyone's yeah. watching me, you know. But for him to apologize to everybody and their mother, and then after the fact, just say that wasn't me, but like essentially, like I chose to to do that. Right. It's like all right, whatever, you know. But I don't know. It's, it was a weird apology. It was. Way too long. No, he apologized to everybody. Yeah, everybody, everybody. Even even LeBron James, who had nothing to do with that, nothing to do with that whatsoever. Just because you you shouted out at a player, you can't guard LeBron James, and he said, "Fuck you." That's what. That's what. That's what. What what set everything off? Yeah, but for him to say "fuck you" too, and then the whole team, like half the team, comes over, I'm like oh, the whole thing is ridiculous. And yeah, like why are you apologize to LeBron? What LeBron? Like, LeBron. You know? <laughs> yeah. <it's> funny. <laughs> anyways, anyways. Yeah, I just thought it was funny, but you know, like I said, Fox Sports. They love that. They live for shit like that. Yeah. They do. FS1, their fucking network. Yeah. So, yeah. Hit up uh, causewaystreet.com for your Celtics rumors, news, and opinions. Hit us up on all social media platforms at Causeway Street. Yes. Do it. Hit up uh, Causeway After Hours by subscribing at patreon.com slash Causeway. Yes, sir. Exclusive content, including a couple of podcasts where we talk about everything, life in general. The greatest prank ever. For example, that's yeah, that's uh, that's the 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 latest episode and one on one podcast with Sway, who he talks to coaches and players and and, and everybody, everybody. 
opening opening the vault and just you know that's that's your treat if you subscribe you get to partake in all of that and you're automatically entered in our jersey giveaway just by signing up just by subscribing we got our i got our uh, new winner we're gonna pick a new winner and i want to see if, if this person will break the streak you know the streak is right yeah no every jersey we've given away has been Jalen brown wow yeah first it was like two three four in a row no Every single jersey has been Jalen. So let's see if um Well that's saying something. Let's see if we if we don't ship a Jalen Brown jersey this time. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Nice. Different variations. Like you know, they had last year they had the city edition, but it's, it's been Jalen every time. And of course it's your choice. So um we're not giving people options here. I literally we anybody tell, we tell people anyone, shit, you want a Hauser jersey, we can do that. Derek it's, White. It's been Jalen every single time. Market smart. Anybody. It can be anybody. Yeah. All right. I think that's why Jalen's just like, let's let's uh let's focus in on how this voting process works because <laughs> why the fuck them I get voted. I mean, if it was just all fans, no, he still wouldn't have got in. So no, I don't know. I know. it's just I'm weird. Just I'm yeah. Just it's tough. It's <laughs> tough. If it was media, he would have. That's the thing. Yeah. That's probably what he's thinking. But but that's but that's how but that was the that was their way of trying to trying to adjust it because it was like, you know popular the popular vote just can't always be getting in there right i mean you know i mean zion missed what 23 games and he's he made it in there you hear what perk was saying and Stephen a smith was saying on first take this morning it, it's a good thing they give fans it's the chance to make this all-star vote because they fuck fans out of seeing their favorite players when they do load management so if they want to see the if they want to see the all-star game the way they want to see the all-star game they let them see the all-star game that way so i sort of agree with that i agree with that until someone like KD who wants to play, not saying he doesn't want to play, but it probably most likely won't play. So, you you know, then when you do the replacement, are you really? In, you know, how many times that we we used to give shit to Tim about Booker? He made like the replacement like three four times. You know my way of uh, fixing this: you have them vote for the All Star starters, and then you have them vote for the All Star reserves, and you make it all fan vote. And you also, so maybe I said this wrong, you have them vote for the all-star team and you don't make starters a thing. Because I feel like trying to make starters a thing nowadays with the whole center being dissolved, two guards, three four, three bigs, that's tough and people are going to get snubbed. But if you just let the fans vote for the 12 best players in each conference, It'll work itself out because there'll be much more competition between eight through twelve at the after the first fan voting than it is two through five or two through three in the forwards or one through three in the forwards, and then you'll get people riled up to get after get Jalen Brown in and get Damian Lillard in and get you know Julius Randle in. There'll be there'll be a lot more of a push, and you know what. Who the fuck cares who starts the All-Star game? <laughs> no one gives a fuck. If you made it the All-Star team, you made the All-Star I team. you had another point. <laughs> you know what? Hey, man, to that. Who, the, who cares? And another thing. And another thing. But I think it's interesting that they're not going to, the captains who are LeBron and Ante the Kumpo, they're not going to choose their squads beforehand. It's the day of the game, which I think is kind of dope. Live on TV. I like that. You know what the best thing that happened with All-Star fan voting was? Remember when um, in the early 2000s, MLB did the last in 
Oh, and they had the yeah, five yeah. snubs that the fans got to vote and then, on. And then one of the five ballots, I mean, one of the five is like the last ballot. The last person in. Yeah. That's what I'm talking. That's what I'm getting at yeah. is like you can relive that if you just let the fans vote for all 12 or let them vote for all 10. You get a variation of that. And then you give them five for two spots. <laughs> Why, like, so let's pissed. vote again. You guys got ballot points. but Or you can just have 15 guys instead of 12. But that's always been thrown out there. And the NBA is like, no, nah, we're good. 12, 12 is enough. Three in street clothes. Yeah. You know? You should do that. Just in case, you know. <laughs> All right. Hey, maybe you're also team, but you're not playing. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. If you're still listening, we appreciate it. So <laughs> we are out. <laughs> He's like Marcus Smart. Go ahead. This is important, guys. So please turn it up if you can. I have made sure so much. The-